Welcome everyone to the Brotherhood Toast. Today we're given the thought of the day by Caesar. Hey, hey, hey everyone. So I've been sitting around thinking and uh, looking at my life and wondering uh, the direction I'm going in and, and, and the people who I choose to have around me. And um, I often think about, you know, unfortunately or fortunately or however you look at it as, as death. If I were to die today and, you know, have, have my funeral and hopefully someone will preach me an amazing eulogy and, um, and the program would be perfect and everything would go well. And on that program, I would have some pallbearers and uh, I would have at least six people, if not more, trying to fight to be my pallbearers. And uh, so, you know, when, when the funeral's over, you have the, your pallbearers come grab you and carry you out, out the, the church or wherever you you choose to hold your body at the time. And uh, they carry you and, and take you to where you, you're going to be, your final resting place. So I was thinking about that process and looking at it and, and kind of just, just trying to grab an understanding of those six people. Those six people to, to carry me when, carry me. Carry me when I'm laying down, when I'm dead. And I look at where I'm at now in my life and I wonder, do I have six people now who can carry me? who can carry me when I'm going through my trials and tribulations. Who, who are my six? Who are my six people? I know when I'm dead, I'm going to have folks trying to just, oh, my God, he was such a great man. He did all these good things. I love him. That's my brother. And he did, oh, I, I just want to carry. Let's, let me touch the casket. Let me. But right now when I'm living, when I'm struggling, when I'm going through my trials and tri tribulations, who are my six? When I'm trying to make that decision of, as to whether stay in my relationship or leave my relationship, who, who is that person who's going to tell me to, hey, fight another day? When that job is stressing me out, when my friends or my other friends or my fake friends are turning on me, who's going to be part of my six? So I ask you, ask my gentleman today, who, who would you consider to be, you don't have to name names, of course, we don't want to do that, but do you have six, number one? And number two, what are some of the characteristics of the person or the group that you would call your six? And so at this point, this is something you can probably think about. At, at, why are you creating your living will? Say, hey, I don't want you to touch me because you couldn't hold me when I was living. Don't try to carry me now that I'm not. You know, um, in high school, I remember graduating high school and looking back on the last day, kind of going through my yearbook and holding certain people in a high regard, thinking that, Thinking that very thing, you know, when I'm dead, who, which, how many of these people would be at my funeral? Mm -hmm. And the list was so long. And if I were to look at that list now, there wouldn't be one person from that list. Wow. Um, not one person from my high school years that I thought would be there in my last days. Not one of them is there. Mm. Uh, and I'm okay with it now. I understand it no more now. But that's a very delicate uh, thought. You know, and I'm glad you brought it up because we we go day to day thinking about who's down for us and who's not, mm -hmm. and it can change. You never know. Yeah, people always talk about ride or die, but when someone pulled that gun out, I'm riding. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. He meant he was leaving. He, yeah, yes, yeah, I know. Yeah, Rider yeah. as in leaving. Yeah, I know. Ride, I know what that means. Yeah. He, he's dipping. <laughs> hey, somebody got to tell the story. Somebody got to get the cops. <laughs> we need somebody to document somebody what happened. Yeah, dying is not a good option. Yes, right, yes. right. I will, I will say this. You know, when you when you when you bought when you bought that that subject up at first, I'll be honest. I sat there and be like, man, it's not the dying part because listen, when you die and somebody's your pallbearer. 
they are only really truly giving up like maybe two hours of their day. If that. Right. You know, so it's not as I could like, oh man, he was my pallbearer, he was my guy. It's kind of easy to bury you. Like, you know what? You mm-hmm. can't find nobody else to do it. Cause I know for a fact at times with a lot of family members and friends, it was like trying to find that sixth fifth and sixth person was kind of like, oh, we gotta right. get down to maybe a third cousin. Yes, uh, yes. Is, 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 is you know, is such and such in town this weekend? Can yes. he just do this? So it's not necessarily somebody would carry you in life. But when you talk about the life aspect of it. I start thinking about it more, and I'm like, you know, it's easy for me now because I can sit there and think, wife, three kids, boom, right there, there's four that will help me in life. They'll always be there to listen to me and know my trials, tribulations, watch my tears, my struggles, my agonies, and will be there. Got probably four or five lifelong friends that I sat there and thought about, like, you know what, my guys, my guys I grew up with, and I've known them since I was, you know, anywhere between nine years old to meeting someone when I was in my early teens. I know they'd be there, right? Uh, so it's, it's, it's something like when you talk about that, I think it's one of those things like you can have those people in your life that can carry you. And I'd much rather have those people in my life carry me there and not carry me for my funeral. Right. I don't need them to be my pallbearers. Right. I, I, anybody can carry me to my grave. Right. I want those people that, that were loving me and supporting me I don't want them not to carry that weight any longer. Mm. I want right. them at that point. Oh, I want I like them that. at that like point that. to be able to look back on me, reflect on what they did for me, and not have to carry that weight, right? Mm-hmm. And, and it, it reminds me of something my dad told me when I was little too. I, I told my dad one time. I said, you know, he was going through a tough time, and I said, Dad, if I could, I'd give you the moon. Mm-hmm. I love you that much. And he looked at me, and he wasn't being condescending or anything like that. And he told me, you can always offer that because you don't own it. Thank Damn. you. Mm. <laughs> so if if those people that are alive, <laughs> yeah, those people that are alive, like they can own that. They mm-hmm. can own my pain. They can yes. own my struggles, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. But you want to be my pallbearer? Go for it. Yeah, but yes. I want I'd rather for those six to twelve people that I love and know mm-hmm. to carry me through life. Right. Yes. 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 How about you, Lingo? Man, I don't have six. And that's Brother, okay. I would carry you. Call. <laughs> I'm gonna drop from the ass. grave. I'm gonna drop your ass. Call from the grave. <laughs> I don't you know, do that. You know, I, will, I will leave. <laughs> you know, I, 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 um, I, I'm picky. I'm real picky in that sense of of when it gets to, you know, the sentimental piece of this in my heart, so on that that level of of where I am. Um, I don't want no associates. Right. Mm. Carrying my grave, even if it is too hot. No, you know, I, I I just I'm I'm different in that sense, and and so I never really thought about it, to be honest with you. But I know it would be difficult because I would be the one that would turn it over in my grave and say, "No, not that Negro right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, uh-uh. you know, just because." Like is 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 bigger than that for me. There's some things. There's sometimes there's things in life for me that have very very deep meaning, mm-hmm. and um, when those things that have very deep meaning for me come into play, I'm very particular about who and how I let people into them. Right. You know, and if I if I, and if I had to plan my funeral in advance with my pallbearers, then. I think I would opt out and just say cremate me, you know, because I would I would feel stronger to be able to do my guest list 
and say, y'all throw a party. I want the DJ. I want toast. I, I, you know, I want y'all to celebrate it there because, you know, I don't, I don't, um, you know, I've been to a few funerals um, over the, you know, unfortunate over the last two or three years. And sometimes, to be honest with you, I looked around mm-hmm. and I was like, that mother sucker a lie. That mother sucker a lie. That mother, yeah. why the fuck you crying? You don't even like, I know you don't like that motherfucker. I know, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want that at my funeral. Right. I don't want that at my funeral. I, you know, I wouldn't care if my funeral had ten people there. Huh. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. straight up. Yeah. I promise you, you wouldn't know. Yo, I'm gonna know. Yeah. Look down on y'all. Funerals are for the living. Right. They are for the living. The spiritual living. Uh, so, in in summation, just keep in mind or think about the people who who surround you. Um, how much they say they love you. Yeah. And how much they show they love you. Uh, always, always remember the actions. Definitely speak louder than words. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for that, Caesar. And that concludes our episode. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Hello.